Hello, hello to all my friends and welcome to Anatomy of the Heart. My name is Stephanie and each week we are going to dive into a time where we take a moment to pause and take a deep breath, allowing for God to fill us with His glory. Uh, This is a time for us to take an inventory of our hearts and to get ready to grow in our faith each day. So join me as I share weekly devotionals for the imperfect, tired, yet fully capable in the eyes of our Father. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of the Heart. My name is Stephanie and I am so humbled that you are here to listen to uh, episode two of what I pray will be many more episodes. And so I want you to know that I have been praying for you. I want you to remember that God's got your back and I've got your back too. And so happy Mother's Day, by the way, to all of you beautiful mommies out there. I hope that you are going to have a blessed and joyful and wonderful day. I wanted to just say I am so um, thankful for this podcast in the very first week of opening this podcast. I had over 75 to I think now up to 100 downloads. Wow, that's such a blessing. So I don't know if you guys like pickles or not. Uh, I I like pickles. Uh, my five-year-old, he doesn't just like pickles. He loves pickles. Uh, a one jar of pickles does not last very long in my house at all. It's kind of like how much milk we go through in this house. I, I swear, by the amount of milk that my uh, boys drink in this house, including my husband, I think I should buy a cow and literally start having, um, you know, times where I go and just milk the cow and process my own milk. But I is kind of like the same same thing with uh, pickles in my house. They don't last very long. But um, the title that I was kind of thinking would be for this uh, particular podcast would be Why Can't I Open the Pickle Jar? Okay, okay, tell me that I'm not the only one who struggles with opening a brand new jar of pickles, right? I mean, I feel like I'm pretty strong. I mean, I have two toddlers, I have a husband, so I mean, right? I definitely should be able to open a pickle jar. Sometimes I'm like giving it all my might, I'm sweating bullets, I'm trying to open it, and then I even start to get irritated. I'm like, oh, why can't I just open this jar? I just want a pickle. Uh, Then all of a sudden, uh, I'm trying to work really hard at opening this jar. And my husband passes by and then, bam, it's open. You know, like, no problem. First of all, I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I kind of loosened it for you. First response after that is, yay, thank you. I don't have to keep trying to open this. And now I can just eat my pickle. Then my next response is, hey, man, I've been working on that. All of a sudden you just come by and you just think you're big and bad. And you just like, you know, open my pickle jar. Like, what's up with that? Uh, The reality is, is if he opened the jar or if I opened the jar, I mean, I still got my pickle, right? And man, does it taste good. 
Uh, unless it's one of those bread and butter ones. Because, guys, those just be nasty. I mean, I've had times in my life where I feel like I'm working hard to gain wisdom in a certain area. I'm trying to figure it out. And I, I think a lot of us struggle with that. That we're just trying to figure out if, if we're doing things right. And then, you know, it gets hard, whatever the situation is. And a lot of the times we just feel like it would just be so much easier if, you know, if I were just to give up. I mean, like reality, like I'm just going to give up trying to open this jar because I really, really, really don't want the pickle that bad. You know, but the thing is, is my want, my desire to have that pickle, it kind of overpowers that. So I, I keep working it open in the jar, you know, and I think that for us, like our zeal for our, for our perseverance, it tends to start lacking because it's too hard. Like it's too much work. And so I was looking up the word perseverance and Webster defines perseverance as continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failure, or opposition. And so it means to be steadfast, to have steadfastness. It means to never give up. But it also means to never give up in the face of hard things. That we are firmly fixed in a place. That we are immovable. And sometimes when we are going through opposition, our zeal for perseverance it starts to lack and despite the difficulties that that we go through we forget that we need to be firmly fixed and movable because during those times we do we feel like saying you know I'm done I'm not gonna work on this no more I just I can't figure it out anymore it's just it's too hard but when we are not moved, it's it despite our past, our current failures, our fear. That's when that's when we are proven to allow the Lord to really show through a situation, whatever it may be. And I wanted to read in First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse fifty-eight, and it says, "Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm." Stand firm. That's the word that I really want you to key in on those two words because stand firm, steadfast, firmly fixed in a place, not movable. So let's go back and let's read that verse. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, don't move. Stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves. It says always. Not sometimes, not when it's easy, but always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So what we do and how we work hard to try to figure it out, to create that perseverance, to be steadfastness, to be fixed, to be immovable, when we do those things, it's not done in vain. It's not done for no reason at all. 
because when we labor or when we work hard for something for the Lord, it's done with reason. It's done with a purpose. And so we have to remember that when we stand firm and when we work hard for things, we may not see the outcome that we want to at that particular moment in our lives, but God is at work for a reason. He's allowing us to persevere for something that he already knows what the outcome is going to be. And so, but to be honest with you, I mean, there are often times where I don't feel like I'm steadfast. You know, I I don't feel like I want to be immovable, that I want to be firm. I'm tired. I have days where I just feel like I just want to throw up my hands and say I'm totally done. But God begins to speak to me in these moments of weaknesses. And he reminds me and he tells me, Stephanie, you aren't steadfast in this particular moment, but I am. You, Stephanie, don't need to be steadfast because I am. And so in those times where I'm really tired, I'm really weak, and I feel like I'm totally done, that's when I have to listen to the Lord and say, okay, I'm trusting you, Lord, because right now I don't feel like I can stand firm. I feel pretty weak. I feel pretty tired. But I don't have to because you are. And that is exactly what he's there for. He is there to to be there for us. You know, we try to do things all on our own. I know as a mom, I have this mindset. I feel like I have to do everything on my own. I have to complete it all. Well, the Lord didn't intend for us to be like this. He intended for us to lean upon others to help when we need that extra help. And that it it's like, you know, I could have asked Mark to help me open the pickle jar right away. But I was like, no, I got this. I can do this. I'm a mom. I'm a woman. You know, let me figure this out. But in reality, I probably would have gotten my pickle a lot quicker had I just, you know, <laughs> allowed him to do it. But sometimes it's hard to ask for help. You know, I know that it, I know that I sometimes have difficulty asking for help. But when we do this, it is such an essential part of our growing process. When we ask God for help, it's helping us release some of those heavy things that we carry on our shoulders. I I know for sure that I carry a purse that is probably way too big. It's honestly, it's my mom bag. I carry it, It's you know, and if I carry it for too long on one shoulder, it starts to hurt. Well, what do I do? Well, I just take it and I move it to the other side. And then I just keep moving it back and forth, back and forth to one shoulder to the next. When, if I took the moment to just kind of sit down and take some of the junk out, Um, it would probably release a lot of the um, pressure that I'm, you know, carrying around on my shoulder when in doubt. There is so much stuff in a bag that I probably don't need to count. I mean, but I mean, you know, let's say I really don't need seven different lipsticks and like a thousand pins. But, you know, you never know. When God wants us to help us empty out our bag, 
he wants to come by, help open the pickle jar. And a lot of the times God shows us that help just by sending somebody to help us when we need them. When I feel like giving up, when I want to stay firm, but it's hard to stay firm. When my thought is like, hey man, I, I can I can do this myself. But that's when God comes and he tells us, I don't intend for you to handle this stuff on your own. You may not be standing firm right now, but you don't have to because that's what I'm here for. And so staying firm in him, having steadfastness, all that means sometimes is releasing our stuff to him and to others to allow others to become right up by us and and be there for us. And so you don't have to cover up the hard things in your life. Nobody expects you to be perfect. And if you are perceiving yourself to be perfect, then that's when you need to really look into yourself and find out like, what am I doing? Because I, I know that I'm not perfect. I know I'm struggling. And so you don't need to handle all that on your own. Uh, you may have knees that are shaken, but remember you can get through this and you can stand firm as long as you allow God to be a part of that. I want to go ahead and um, end in a prayer. Um, somebody gave me um, a really good book to look at. And in this book, there is a purposeful gathering prayer. And it really spoke to me. And I want to go ahead and, and end in this prayer. And I want to just tell you guys that I love you, that God loves you, and he's there for you. So stand firm and allow him to kind of empty out some of your burdens and allow him to just help you um, in this part of a grown process. And so let us pray. Lord, accomplish your purposes among us, O God. Lord, tune our hearts to the voice of your spirit. Wake us to be present to you and to no one other. For it is you, O Lord. We gather today listening to you. We're all in different places, various places. You alone, you know our hearts and you know our needs. Among us here, there are some who arrive anxious, some who are lonely, some who suffer from pain and sorrow. Lord, may we in our joys find grace to enter the sorrows of others. Among us are some who are rejoicing, hearts made light from good news, good health. May we in our sorrows find grace to embrace the joys of others. And let us prize these moments and care for one another, for each of us and our relationships to one another. Lord, you are so precious. Breathe upon us, Lord. Grant us a place to be humbly 
in your presence and receive you to faithfully serve you that we might know you greater and greater each day. Be at work at us, Lord. Expand our vision and enlarge our hearts for your service. We pray this in your name. Amen. Love you guys.